Welcome to Season 7, The NGO Grit. This season, Just Talk Therapy podcast brings you the stories of some amazing people who dedicated their time, money, energy, etc. selflessly, just for a cause. They held humanity first and thus made a difference in the society in their own ways. Today, we have a passionate guest from Urisa, Mr. Kedar Chaudhary. Welcome to the show, sir. Yeah, thank you. Welcome, welcome. And, uh, sir, if you could just share about yourself and the NGO to our listeners. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, see, uh, my uh, my name is Kedar Chaudhary. I uh, lead an NGO called Darbar Sahitya Sansad in Odisha. Uh, and uh, I have been leading the organization since last 20 years. Uh, if I tell a little bit about, regarding my past, uh, I, I, I am a rural boy. I was born and brought up in a village in Odisha. And uh, uh, my studies, initial studies uh, were uh, completed in Odisha up to HSC level in the villages. After that, I moved to nearby city like Bhubaneswar for my higher studies. Um, uh, but uh, during uh, my uh, village uh, life, I uh, there was a small library in my village, and uh, we, the youth and the uh, the children, were congregated there uh, every day for reading books, discussing different things. So that was a a point of meeting uh, different friends and elderly people. So that uh, uh, actually that was the breeding ground for my social work in my life. So I was there, I was going there to uh, reading books and uh, uh, mixing with the people. Uh, we uh, started some literary and sports activities with the youth people uh, in, in my childhood. And from my childhood, I have a, I had a sense of towards the society, like not the society exactly, but uh, towards the uh, poor and needy. Because I have seen in uh, my my home, uh, not a single uh, beggar even uh, no goes without having a meal in my uh, home. So my mother used to feed uh, most of the uh, beggars who come. Uh, to our house, so uh, that 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 was a feeling towards the poor and needy. And second feeling was my father was also very uh, very uh, you know uh, open minded uh, because I remember that when my childhood when we uh, urged for uh, you know for celebrating Diwali uh, and for crackers, then he said that whether you want to. Uh, spend some money with the crackers or you want to spend some money with uh, you spend that utilize that money to helping a needy family then we said okay give them because they don't have food you give them so that was the passion since the uh, childhood for the poor and needy so that was my passion but when i started doing the studies in colleges when i i was uh, Coming to village again, the friends were, uh, you know, uh, again meeting and discussing that how to start the social work, how to do the social work, youth work, literary work, plantation, those kind of uh, community activities, how to start. 
and we started little bit during that phase but again for studies we have to go to the uh, uh, no towns right and after after completing our studies ha uh, yeah during my studies i get a passion uh, to have a to become a fighter pilot oh so i joined i joined uh, ncc uh, for that air wing ncc Okay. I did some glide, gliding, flying, firing, uh, para jumping, and lot of trainings I uh, I could uh, took in that. And my aim was to become a fighter pilot. But uh, unfortunately, somehow I could not uh, complete the that exam and all the certificates. I could not do. So I could not achieve, and I could not uh, go to uh, uh, join the air force. uh but that 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 was a low point low uh, no moment for me but my social work was uh, my part partial work while i coming back to the village so uh, uh, then i started concentrating okay i'll focus more my life entire life in social doing social work so when we completed the post graduation my stream was commerce i was doing mcom so after mcom after some ma and ba my friends did six or seven of our friends we decided that from the village we decided that we will form a organization or a social organization and through that we will uh, come uh, no start our work right. we uh, started our work uh, after that by registering the organization as a literary youth organization for social justice so that was the history and that was the uh seen behind uh, starting the social work it's a very interesting story behind how you started this social work like you know the struggle that you had gone through when you were a kid you saw that yes there there is a need to do something regarding the literary aspect and the sports activity that you took up and yeah. um again it's very interesting to know that uh, you were pursuing towards being a you know a fighter pilot pilot, pilot mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah or i did all my training but uh, i could not somehow some certificates were wanting i could not complete that so that was a low moment for me for some days <laughs> so, so how did you cope in those because yes that if that was your dream and you could not do it at that point of time yeah so, so i i i thought that this was my dream of youth my youth okay. but my dream dream of childhood childhood was social work right so so when it collided then i decided that okay i will do something because the youth is full of thrills and you know Uh, so that's why i told okay i will serve for indian air force for some time and after that again i will return to social work but when that did not work then okay i think okay if god uh, decides that uh, i am not going to that thing okay let us concentrate on my social work so i started concentrating on my social work how to get trainings under because i was not trained i was not a msw so i was not so i i took i attended different training programs in nird hyderabad in aird bangalore in nipsid new delhi lot of training programs i undergone after that i keep kept my engaged in those training programs 
and uh, so that gave us encouragement uh, like me and my other friends also they were also into that learning phase so uh, we took lot of experience training and the total outlook towards the social arts how it is done so that uh, uh, was uh, quite encouraging to us and uh, we were learning so i i just entire diverted my entire uh, no low moment to the social work training so you converted your low moment into your strength and pursued your own childhood dream also so it's like a very good state also that you had experienced both the sides yeah that's interesting and uh, what who were who was your support system at that point uh, i and i remember that uh, actually there were uh, there was no support system when i started my training in social work that learning phase when i started there was no support system because our organization was just registered there was yeah. no money my family also they did not like uh, that i should con- uh, totally devote to social work my father told me that okay you go for government jobs and when i i was not uh, no supporting him not i was not favoring him favoring doing a government job then he said that okay you will not you cannot do anything because this social work will not give anything in return so you have to you know earn so that she tell that okay i am taking he was a government servant he said that i will i will be taking a volunteer retirement you just uh, uh, join my position oh a lower division clerk but i was not at all interested to doing a government job from very beginning i uh, decided that i will not go for government job i will go for social work so that's why i i much against their will i uh, joined the social work and uh, for uh, almost 10 years they didn't believe me that what he is doing he was not uh, believing in me that what he is doing what is his future they were very skeptical about my uh, no joining doing the social work so that was a very uh, no a movement that that was uh, it must not have very been, much yeah it must have been very tough to handle the issues at home as well as trying to do your bit in the social sector yeah 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 it, and the support system only the friends and their encouragement and i am really happy and uh, hats off to all your friends who supported you and also your parents prayers somewhere when they were not believing you you were more responsible to do something so that they can actually believe in you yeah so somewhere they had must have had the confidence that you have the ability but uh, since uh, i am sure it must be a very new thing for them so it takes time to accept yeah 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 right and um, what would you like to share with our listeners about your ngo what kind of work do you all do yeah my ngo is actually we i said that the total history i said that we started with youth work literary activities sports activities plantation activities Uh, that we started like the small small things without funds okay but when we when we uh, devoted ourselves in learning phase 3 years we went here and there 
to training uh, got exposure to different fields and uh, we uh, knew a little bit about fundraising and all so that gave us courage and that that helped us to applying to different departments government departments to different agencies to how to mobilize funds for doing the work so uh, uh, that helped and uh, after doing for 5 years uh, around 1995 uh, because our ngo is 40 year old ngo it was registered in 1985 okay wow. and in 1995 we did a study we said that okay we will do some scientific uh, no approach to uh, our work not doing here and there this thing that thing that thing so we conducted a study with the help of javier institute of management here in bhubaneswar so uh, in that social mapping and study we found out that the problems of uh, the poor women and especially belonging to the scheduled caste because where we were working started our work there was no scheduled tribe but only scheduled caste people or other backward caste people were there so their social and economic uh, level our capacity is very low so then we decided that we will focus on this aspect and we will focus on economic empowerment of the poor women so that was our sole motto we started with that since 1995 we started promoting self help groups more than 1000 self help groups we have uh, promoted in uh, puri and khorda and then some rural uh, energy again that to uh, reducing the drudgery of the women like smokeless chulas biogas plants uh, those kind of activity sanitation for the women for the family so those kind of activity we started with that women empowerment that to economic empowerment and we believe that shg groups the small savings small credit and small enterprise activities will provide the economic benefit to the women when the women will be empowered with the economic power then automatically her social empowerment will happen otherwise by doing the meetings and training the social empowerment will not happen very true so that was that was our motto and we focus started doing that still after 20 25 years also we are, we are focusing on that that is our main objective how to economically empower the women then we started ssg bank linking then small microfinance activity then enterprise promotion in rural um, uh, livelihoods like uh, dockery dry dairy poultry goatery then small agro processing then uh, uh, this kind of activities we started that how the women will be get uh, empowered so still uh, we are on that line and in addition to that we started in two districts puri and khorda those are coastal districts okay. but in addition to that gradually we uh, expanded to other district right now we are working five districts uh, two are the tribal districts like kandamal and mayurbhanj they are the tribal districts so you Then are gradually only, uh, sorry uh, sir to just inter- i would like to know so you are focused only in odisha Yes, yes. Only Odisha because our registration doesn't permit us permit us to go outside Odisha. We okay. are not a national level uh, registered organization. Okay. We we want to be because the people sometimes by looking at our work, some people also invite us to come here and do something here. 
but that is not happening because of our registration concentration uh, the, the constraints uh, so in addition to this women empowerment livelihood one is agriculture and allied sector and another is the crop sector we have promoted number of crop clusters in odisha uh, these crops uh, include applique coyotes golden grass sabai grass dhokra terracotta uh, palm leaf engraving those kind of clusters we tried to promote and uh, create livelihood for the women through those crops so that is another area uh, of livelihood we promote in addition to that you you must be knowing that in 1999 super cyclone happened in odisha lost lots of 60000 people died uh, so that was a that was a you know geography changer in the entire coastal odisha uh, the entire geography was changed lot lot lo, no the coastal right big big, big trees uprooted livestock number of 90% of the livestock died so so lot of things happened there during that time so after that in super cyclone one agency came called concern worldwide with the help of this concern worldwide we started doing the relief and rehabilitation of the people relief uh, operation and the rehabilitation of the agriculture rehabilitation of the housing rehabilitation of the you know social capital so lot of things we started doing that that gave us one aspect of uh, no one one experience in doing the uh disaster management right and since then since then we are very active in disaster management after that lot of floods happened in odisha you know the coastal odisha is susceptible to floods and cyclones correct so um we we worked in most of the floods and cyclones and besides working in odisha at the capacity of a volunteer i was a, I was a team uh, member in the concern worldwide team and i had the experience of working in uh, Uh, Gujarat earthquake in 2001 2000 Tamil Nadu tsunami Bihar Assam floods so i have as, as a capacity of a volunteer i have worked over there with the international team so uh, that is another experience in disaster management right now also with the state government of odisha we are doing drr disaster risk reduction village level mapping preparing the community how to face the disaster coping with the disaster Uh, and what is the long term preparedness what is the short term preparedness those kind of activities we are still doing in disaster management okay so, so that is an- um would like to also know when you were uh, interacting with people so any um, incident that stands out in your memory yeah i remember when uh, in a uh, in a disaster in a flood situation when three of us were uh, going through a boat going on a boat that uh, actually that boat was about to sink it was uh, no came in contact with a whirl whirl uh, what we said okay bomber uh, bomber me phas gaya right uh, uh, and we were about to no drown uh because uh, we we didn't have any protective uh, no those uh, dresses and all we didn't have anything but um, uh, the boatman was so clever that he could uh, no save us in with his uh, so uh, i have seen uh, the death from you know very uh, closely so that was a, a moment i remember those the, that moment very well 
like so these all are the challenges of any person in who is there at the ground level yeah so what would you like to share with our youth or the listeners tell youth are the future of this country when i was young i was not uh, no knowing uh, no my uh, lot of things i uh, i was not concentrating on because youth you have a my very free mind very flying mind and you you don't uh, you know analyze very critically or you don't analyze very uh, you know intensively but after these experiences i always talk to youth because youth should, you know um, uh, skill development programs uh, uh, talking to the college students nss students then talking in uh, different uh, uh, social work colleges i go everywhere and i always say them that okay uh, start aiming start aiming and start doing the work towards that aim because i have experienced that there was no no aim i had some passion but there was no aim in my life when i was a youth because uh, uh, in odia we called daiva daudi manisha gai jani ki tanibo seni ki jai i was not sure whether i should uh, focus more on this or i should focus more on that but there was no uh, no uh, future i was not seeing very very rosy future but i always tell to the youth that you always uh, look for a rosy future a target you have to fix i have to be there and you start doing small small little little things and you will progress there will be failures but if if you constantly go on doing that you will one day you will reach to the you know destination and you will be successful because i always tell that in my life also i work till 11 o'clock uh, in the night and i always say that lage raho munna bhai okay uh, that, that you, is my i right. always say that lage raho munna bhai so uh, you did achieve what you started off in your journey and you have uh, changed so many people's lives and saved so many people and given wings to so many people's dream also yeah yeah that's wonderful and um, if people would like to contact you to just take your guidance or know more about your work how should they do so yeah uh, if you could uh, share uh, your uh, social media link or any website or anything yeah yeah okay i i will say yeah yes sir yeah yeah uh, okay i i will share everything all the thing to with you but now i am saying that my number you can note that 98610 uh 22440 this is my uh, telephone number and our website is www. dss odisha dss o d i s s a odisha.org okay so this is to all the listeners that i will be sharing all the links uh, sir will be sharing with me please check out the post and he has shared his number it is 98610 22440 
So in case if you have any query, please feel free to contact him. Just send him a message and uh, take your time because he is a busy man and he will definitely reply. And sir, you can yeah, do such sure, a I'll good. Be happy. Uh, that's so nice of you. And uh, I'm sure even if you cannot reach out to other states, your work can be a role model for those who would like to start the NGOs. Yeah, I am very much interested that people should because uh, nowadays uh, the entire the government scenario or the public uh, uh, no notion or the public uh, no uh, they, they, NGOs. Uh, um, uh, no credibility is not very good with the government and the public so right. we want to i w w one of my objective is to increase the dignity and the credibility of these ngos i always see that i have i must have uh, uh, help in promoting uh, more than 20 uh, small uh, youth groups and ngos csos so I always uh, try to promote good NGOs with good values, with good practice. So if, uh, I can help anybody in promoting those NGOs, those uh, uh, small CSOs, small groups. I will always uh, try to uh, be helpful. It's really uh, wonderful. And uh, you have correctly said, sir, that yes, it, uh, the NGO work is just taken off like as any other work and not so reputed and not given yeah. its credibility and appreciation. But yeah. in reality, there is so much work done by the NGO people and the entire team, and it is not an easy task. Yeah. It is like, again, I, my, entire aim of dedicating this season to the NGO founders is the very reason that people should be more aware about the fact that there is so much work which is respected and worth mentioning and sharing, which is done by the NGO people. Yeah. yeah. And I really thank you, sir, for whatever you have done and yeah. uh, keep inspiring people yeah yeah thank you thank you very much for inviting us so we will uh, do it together yes sir. i totally believe in it thank you so much sir for your time and if at all you want to say anything before we just end the episode yeah. No, nothing much. Uh, we'll uh, keep on persistently. We will we'll keep on doing this. And uh, uh, the people who uh, lose belief uh, that uh, uh, it is not NGO's work is not respected or not acknowledged, but the satisfaction you get by helping a poor and needy, that never uh, uh, you know, comes from anything. So just believe in that and... Uh, we will do together. We will uh, try to uh, boost the dignity and the credibility of this sector together. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. And it's a beautiful reminder and your wise words. Yes, together we all will try to bring the work of the NGO people to a dignified, accepted level. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Take care. See you soon. Thanks. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.
This is Mr. Kedareshwar Chaudhary, also known as Mr. Kedar from Orissa, India. His NGO, Darbar Sahitya Sansad, has been working with poor and needy people, making their lives better and self-reliant. We do hear stories of childhood friends getting together and doing something extraordinary. And now, listening to Mr. Kedar, it seems that yes, there are people and friends who chase a common dream together, irrespective of the fact that there is no support and guidance in their initial years. Helping once or twice and moving ahead will not solve the issue prevalent in the society. And as we listen to Mr. Kedar that making women and youth self-dependent and training them in various skills is the need of the hour. Mr. Kedar also urges the youth that they should have an aim in their life and keep working towards it every day. They should extend their help to the needy and we all should come together with the common mindset and make NGO work respectful, accepted and dignified. Mr. Kedar's vision is to encourage every individual to maintain a prosperous life with self-dignity and concern for community and environment at large. Do connect with Mr. Kedar and learn how to make a difference in others' life by social work. On that note, I end today's episode. Hope to see you next week with another inspiring guest and their journey. Till then, take care and be safe. Bye.